0: Citizens of Feyrun, we interrupt your regular scheduled broadcast to bring you an important news bulletin. It seems that there has been an attack on the city of Nightstone. The fate of its citizens is unknown at this time. However, there were three individuals seen going into the city shortly after the attack.
1: You hear the ringing of a bell. Ding, ding, ding,
0: ding, ding, ding. While it is possible these travelers had some business within its walls.
2: Definitely they're ringing it for me. Hello! Reverend Coyne Valentine here, bringing his wares to the wonderful city of... Hey, where are we again?
0: It is too soon to know if they will be of any aid to the townsfolk. Say, hey guys, uh, there's
3: two goblins in here.
2: <laughs> there's no yeah. one ringing the bell. It's goblins. You know, you don't have to insult these people just because they're inbred, okay? <laughs> just be nice, <laughs> dear future customers
0: and who's to say our unlikely heroes will make it out themselves
1: and he's gonna take a swing at (laughs) you okay no joke uh I just rolled a natural 20 gosh
4: you love hitting first roll (sighs) stop (sighs) leave me alone just take a quick TPK man quick picture here we go oh boy
0: for now good people of Faerun keep your devices tuned to Sword Coast Radio your home for breaking news and information
1: Welcome to our playthrough of... um dungeons and dragons and we are going to be playing through um the storm king's thunder first off i am your dungeon master brady thank you for listening and thank you for checking this out this is going to be our first episode we'll see how it goes but um again we're going to be playing through a module called storm king's thunder and we're going to be playing through on uh this software uh this browser-based software called roll 20 uh, we'll go into more depth some other time about it, but um, let's go around the table and uh, get to know our players. So like I said, I am the Dungeon Master Brady, and then to my virtual left uh, would be um, Patrick. So you want to introduce yourself and your character?
4: Hi, um, my name's Patrick. Um, you may know me from the uh, the hit uh, podcast, Vitamin D&D. Um, uh, yes, yes. Yes, and uh, I uh, am going to be playing a human um, named Orin. And Orin is a a wizard. Um, He's about 18 years old, old, pretty young dude. Um, He's got fair skin, jet black hair, emerald green eyes. Um, Yeah, just a simple young wizard
1: with aspirations of greatness. Yes, yes, young wizard. All right. And then moving along, uh, we have, who wants to go next, Dustin or Jacob? Who wants to go?
3: Sure. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Uh, so I'm Jacob, uh, playing as Tarot. Uh, I'm a dwarf monk um, who is in his later fifties, so still a young man, more or less. I have. Uh, I am. I'm not on any other special uh, podcast or or whatnot like Oren and Brady.
1: That's okay. You're on this one. <laughs> Do you want to give a quick quick description of what uh, he looks like? Any defining features or anything?
3: Yeah. Um. So. Uh. Just bald. Um. Very monk esque. Uh... Trying to think of anything else, really. Has any kind a of beard. beard? Yeah, I was about to say he has a beard He'll down to off. his uh, down to his waist.
1: What color is his beard?
3: Oh, it's a uh, dark black.
1: Ooh. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, that's cool. So there we go. We've got Tarot. And then uh, last but not least, we have.
2: Well, hello there. I'm Coin Valentine. That's Reverend Valentine to you. My name's Dustin. Uh, I'm playing Coin Valentine, the incredibly annoying uh, and uh, <laughs> charming half elven cleric of Joaquin, who has a keen interest in anything gold and glittery. And uh, he looks kind of like a heavy-set '40s, '50s-ish Bruce Campbell, with a mustache and a goatee, and his hair is plastered to his head. It almost looks as if it's uh, made out of plastic, honestly, because it's just so perfectly coiffed. Coiffeur, as got it that
1: coiffeur in order.
2: Yeah, in the order, and uh, we're just—he's—he's uh, he's wearing a uh, a green light armor, kind of like leather, uh, but it's green, black leather pants. Uh, But he's got his arms kind of free of the leather armor because he is, as I said, he's kind of a charlatan. He's a snake oil salesman, if you may. Uh, So he (laughs) likes to do little sleight of hand uh, in order to procure said coins. You'll get to know him a little better as we go, I hope. If he doesn't die right away.
1: (laughs) Now hopefully we will keep we'll keep all y'all around for for a couple episodes, anyways. But um, but yeah, so that's our intrepid group of travelers. And uh, just for a smidge of, I wouldn't really even call it backstory, but basically, Coin put out an advertisement um, looking for basically just people that want to make money, not necessarily heroes, but people that want to go out and basically just do the quote unquote adventures, but not all the hero stuff pretty much and just just make money, get treasures, uh you know, all that good stuff. So they basically met in a tavern uh close by and they've been traveling for the past few days together. Uh they are going up to a place called Nightstone, which is on the way to Waterdeep. Um they're going they're just now leaving Daggerford, which is just south of Waterdeep and Nightstone, so they're going to be making their way up. Uh it'll probably take them not too long. Um so, yeah, so they're going to be just leaving. Uh, there will actually be just a little bit outside of Nightstone uh, making their way there. They've been traveling all day, and it's going to be probably about, you know, like four or five in the evening. Um, sun's not down yet, but it's going down. Um, but one thing I will say of note as you all were traveling to Daggers Ford, this was just um, probably yesterday or day before. It was really odd. It was a clear day, um, but you saw this rather large cloud this kind of free free moving cloud moving seemingly against the wind of its own whim Uh, and it was actually moving kind of southwest um and it was strange because the the wind was actually blowing the opposite direction and it was this big cloud and you guys were just kind of like hmm that's weird and then you just kept walking so um, just to throw that out there. And so you guys are making your way to Nightstone. And you are just a little ways outside of Nightstone. And again, just for a little bit of backstory, y'all, we're making your way up there because you heard that Nightstone was having some problem with some goblins. And uh, this lady called Lady Velarosa, um, which is kind of the stewardess of, of Nightstone, was putting out a call for basically come and take care of these goblins and I'll pay you pretty much. So uh, you've been making your way along and this is kind of where we'll begin. So after following the trail f- uh, for 10 miles, you hear the ringing of a bell. The sound grows louder as nightstone comes into view. A river flows around the settlement forming a moat. The village itself is contained within a wooden palisade beyond which you see a windmill, a tall steeple, and a high pitched rooftops of other several buildings. Apart from the ringing of the bell, you detect no other activity in the village. The trail ends before a lowered drawbridge that spans the moat. Beyond the drawbridge, two stone watchtowers flank an open gap in the palisade. South of the village, and surrounded by the river, moat is a cone-shaped, flat-topped hill on which stands a stone keep enclosed by a wooden wall. The keep, which overlooks the village, has partially collapsed. A wooden bridge that once connected the keep to the village has also partially collapsed. So that's kind of the the scene set before you as you uh, make your, all you make your way down um, the down the path. Um, yeah, if you look at the very bottom of that page, it gives you gives you a side view of what Nightstone oh, looks like. I
3: was zoomed in entirely. Okay,
1: that's <laughs> yeah. If you, if you like... zoom out just a little bit.
3: <laughs> oh, look at that! Yeah. Ooh, okay. Cool.
1: Um, and y'all see the road there. It says to the trade way, uh, I'm trying to get y'all's tokens. Oh, there we go. Okay.
3: That's pretty awesome. Actually. Uh,
1: and the reason it's blacked out, that is, um, it's the fog of war. So, all right, y'all will be uncovering it as you go. Um, just check for me, make sure you can control your characters. Okay. So y'all can move.
2: We can move. Oh, and I forgot we can use the arrows, uh, but not. WS2. Okay. Um, and
1: just for those, just for those listening uh, again, we're using roll 20. So basically it's a virtual tabletop area um, and it has the maps and the, the little tokens, uh, which basically act as minis and these guys can move their stuff around and it helps us keep track of stuff. And then uh, for the DM, it's got all of the pertinent information and stuff over here on the right side for me. Uh, so I don't have to have a bunch of papers and stuff and I can just easily sort through everything. But, uh, so yeah. Okay. So you guys, again, as I just read that description, uh, you're making your way up that road and you can see the, uh, the Palisades up there with the moat and the drawbridge. And just for reference, uh, each one of these little squares that you're in is five feet. So big square is the 10 feet. And then the little square that you're in is five feet. So just bear that in mind with your movement. Uh, but yeah, other than, so we get to there and, um. What do y'all want to do?
4: Um, you hear a bell ringing. Um, does it sound like it's coming?
1: Yep, just constantly. Oh, uh, actually, speaking of, let's see.
3: I was about to say, so are we walking alongside or are we at the drawbridge?
2: Was- uh,
1: I mean, y'all are there on the road uh, making your way up. All right.
2: right, uh, It look appears out. they've heard of us coming. They're bringing out the welcome committee. Very excited <laughs> about this. Yeah.
4: <laughs> Um, I don't know, Coin, do you think it's, uh, sounds of distress? Do I, does the, uh, what, would I, I guess kind of recognize being from the area that this is like a, a warning or just like church bells or something?
1: Um, no, it's just, it's kind of weird because, you know, normally church bells for any type of like celebration or, you know, any type of declaration of anything, it's usually like Short bursts, whereas you know, it's like ding, 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 gotcha. ding, ding, and then kind of a pause, and then ding, and this ding, ding, constant. ding, and then it usually stops. This is just ding, 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 ding. ding. there's no really any rhyme or reason okay. to it, uh, and it's just it's just ringing and it's not stopping. It's just constantly just ding, ding, ding. ding I don't think ding. it's for a welcome party. <laughs> yeah. I'd like
2: to make a perception check. Let's see Alrighty. if
1: I can Roll hear perception. any
2: other noises other than the ringing of the bell now for the perception i'm just adding my wisdom modifier correct no
4: your perception
2: you should my perception have a skill right
1: uh right so that's three three yep so just roll a d20 plus three
2: definitely they're ringing it for me that's an eight so I'm <laughs> confident that okay. i have uh my reputation has preceded me here again again if you if yeah, you so, hear it um, I think we all hear it
1: <laughs> I begin Yeah I think you were just listening to see if there was anything else that you could hear like you know screams or yells or distress or anything is that kind of what oh, else yeah, were you were listening Oh specifically
2: for? I was listening for the clash of uh, armor or weapons but since I didn't hear that I just begin waving at the palisades and smiling
1: <laughs> Yeah so you you don't um you don't really hear anything else but you do have a good enough perception and you all can just see it Um, oddly enough, there isn't anybody on any of the watchtowers that you can see. So there's watchtower there. Uh, if y'all saw that dinged on your, the bottom on your page. Um, if y'all start, you can start moving your way up the road. You can just take it slow though. Like if you want to come up to like there, I mean, nothing's gonna, I'll be honest, nothing's going to jump out at you over here, but you know, if you just want to kind of slowly make your way up there. Uh, but yeah there's a you can see one of the palisades there, uh one of the watchtowers. At the drawbridge there's <clears throat> two up there and you the drawbridge is actually down and you don't see anybody on the watchtowers. But you just hear that bell just ding 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 ding.
2: ding well, I'm going to do something classically stupid. I'm going to announce- Can you all
1: hear the uh, the music? Yeah.
2: Yes. Super eerie. Okay,
1: cool. Okay, so, so you guys... Get- no,
2: I can't hear the music. Oh. But All right, so if I'm going to questions. announce my presence. Hello! Reverend Coin Valentine here, bringing his wares to the wonderful city of... Hey, where are we again? <laughs> <laughs> uh,
4: night, night, nightstone. Nightstone. nightstone,
2: nightstone. Yeah. Somebody wants it down. As he's Remember saying, I, I already did. As he's
3: <clears throat> saying it, I uh, I'm stepping in front of coin.
1: Okay, so you, so you call out and you're saying pretty loud, you know, kind of declaring that you're there, and there's not really any response. That bell, just that church bell, just keeps ringing, uh, but nobody yells back out, and you don't really hear any other movement or anything.
2: I'm here at the be- behest of Lady Villarosa.
1: Coin, I don't think there's anyone.
4: Uh, okay. Yep, listening. still no response. Um,
2: Since there's always city guards,
4: do we, we want to go in and see what's uh, what's going on? Just kind of proceed cautiously.
2: Well, I'm not going to be cautious. <laughs> you can be cautious. I'm going to start walking confidently and swinging my arms, sticking my chest out, just walking into a spear. Uh, I am essentially getting pushed by him because okay, well, I was in front. Okay, of
4: slow
1: him. down, slow down, slow, <laughs> slow down,
4: <laughs>
2: slow down. That's never good when <laughs> the DM tells you to slow down.
1: No, I'm just wanting to reveal stuff for you. Uh, and basically, basically, where it stops is just as kind of far as you can make out any detail.
3: So the direction of the church bell is. I'm guessing to our right, more centralized. Um,
1: let me let me double check.
3: I think if we go to where they're ringing the bell, we can find out what's going on, and if this truly is a welcoming party
2: for Coin. <laughs> this is this is not my usual okay. turnout. I'll tell you that.
1: So, uh, it's actually it's not uh, not church. I should say it's a temple, um, and it is. right here this building
2: would i recognize what kind of temple it was being a man of the cloth
1: uh give me a religion check
2: knowledge nope we oh, don't have knowledge
4: just religion religion is a um, negative
2: yeah. 1 that would be a 13
1: oh, okay Um, so a 13, uh, it's, it's good enough that you can, you know, as, as a man of the cloth, uh, you're kind of familiar with other gods and deities and stuff like that. Uh, and you can tell that it is dedicated to Lethander, who is a god of the dawn. And I'm going to give it my best shot on this. Maliki, goddess of forests. So, uh, that's who it's, uh, dedicated to. And, um. has a, a slender steeple containing, a, you know, that large bronze bell that you can hear, and you can kind of see some stained glass windows uh, depicting different images and stuff like that. But uh, that's just kind of what you can see from from the outside. Yeah,
4: gotcha. we see like no activity in like that open area or like hear
1: anything else. Uh, if you want to move in just a little bit, I'll reveal <laughs> it. Reveal the goblins right there. As you guys kind of look up that way, you can see two large wargs uh, with their heads down uh, and they're kind of both facing in towards each other and you can see them that they're just kind of like just chewing on something and, you know, ripping shreds. Kind of like you see, you know, hyenas, whenever they've made a kill, they're, they're eating something there on the ground. Size wise, but how they, big they are these things? <laughs> uh, they're pretty big. Uh, You know, they're, Let's see. I'm trying to think of the best way to put it. Like, imagine the wargs in uh, the Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, basically, not quite horse size, but not quite dog size. Like, gotcha. A dog sized horse or a horse sized dog. I don't know. Gotcha.
2: Or are something, something in between. They will yeah, mess yeah, you up. Yeah, was... yeah, they can mess you up. Now, in some mythologies, they can speak. Can they speak in Dungeons and Dragons?
4: That would be like a, na- a nature I mean, you check. Can, maybe. You can attempt. You can, you can,
1: you can try if <laughs> you want. Really um, to talk to.
3: So in game, I am going to say, I'm going to go into that building. <laughs> I don't End know about time. you guys. Yes, I'm going to head go into, into the, the temple, temple. And, and try to find out what's going on. And I have no uh, aspirations to uh, meet those fine things. I approach the building. All right.
2: Look, potential customers. Uh,
4: coin, Shh. coin. <clears throat> customers are inside. We should go, we should go inside.
1: All right, hang is, on.
2: Is this, I'm going to move y'all. Is this building where the ringing is coming from? Yes.
1: Yeah. Yes, that is where the bell is ringing from. And give me just a second. If y'all scroll over to the far right of the uh the page there.
3: Oh, okay. Oh. Oh, have we entered the building?
4: <laughs> nice.
1: Uh, yeah, so you're going to be just outside of it. So, here we go. Temple. So, just imagine that y'all were there, and y'all can stack up. Uh, so, you can see there's those two two doors uh, leading in, so you can decide which, which ones you guys want to do.
2: No, so, that's the exterior <laughs> of the temple, I'm assuming? Yes.
1: Uh, right, y'all are at the exterior of the temple. It's weird that
4: it the building was north and south, and we're on the north part now.
2: That's eh, fine. Oh. <laughs> do you want to sharpshoot everything, on. Patrick? I do.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, that was a good, good call. Good call. Hang on. Technically, no,
3: no one listening to the, an audio would have known that.
1: Yeah, but
4: uh... throwing,
3: throwing that out there. So yeah. um, I'm going to approach the uh, the closest door that would have been available. So that would have been the left door of the two options.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. I'll reveal that real quick. Boop.
3: Now yeah, is the door open, closed? I'm assuming it's closed.
1: Uh, they are. They are closed.
3: All right. I, I attempt to open it.
1: Okay. You just want to just want to open it. Yep. Oh, okay. So you just Bold move. Cotton. Go for the handle, and you just push the door open, and it it opens freely. It swings open, and it opens up into
3: pit of snakes.
1: <laughs> why did it have to be snakes um <laughs> snakes. so so basically this is just like the main sanctuary of the temple so uh sunlight you know the evening light pours into this high vaulted chamber uh through the four stained glass windows set into the north and south walls which i think those are the windows that i think i'll get you guys going through windows <laughs> but uh um, We'll just say, we'll just say that's, uh, that's a door that you're going to say these doors
4: are, uh, to be
3: honest, if I saw those things, if I saw those (laughs) things and the window was the closest
4: option, I would go through the window.
1: No, we gotta be quiet. quiet. Well, we're, we're just going to say that that's, that is a door that you're going through. uh, But those other three are going to be the windows. Okay. So all right, <laughs> just bear with me, but yeah, you open up into the main sanctuary. So, uh, let's see the four stained glass windows. And then beneath those windows are just plain wooden benches, uh, you know, just for worshipers or elderly people or the, you know, the infirm to, to come and sit down on. And the room is mostly empty otherwise though. But, um, standing up against that back wall there to your left, that thing is actually the pulpit. And it's just a wooden pulpit with steps kind of leading up around the back to it. um, and the floor of the temple is just dirt. Um, but you do see, we'll just say that that's another door over there. But then you also see there is another door back here to the left. And then again, just remember this, the bell is just ding, ding. I mean, it's even louder here and it's just ding, 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 ding. Um, just ringing constantly.
4: Before I step in, can I kind of see like if the what the wargs are eating? You said they were kind of like chowing down on something, right?
1: Yeah, um, and you can actually look through. Um, <laughs> through this door window? You can, yeah, you can look through that door right there. Uh, just take a Pikaruski out there Ooh. and give me a perception check.
3: Okay. The old Pikaruski. While he's doing that, I'm going to move uh, towards the stairs.
4: It's going to be an 18 on perception.
1: Okay, yeah, from there you can tell. Um, it doesn't seem to be a like a person or a goblin or anything like that. Uh, it looks to be like a, a, dog, like a, just a regular, you know, dog that roamed the streets there of, of this city. So it's just, just the dog, but still they're just
3: not, <laughs> it's a not dog. a horse sized dog,
1: a doggy dog. Worm. Nope. Just a regular, Forget. just a regular dog. Or pooch. Yep. RIP. Um, but again, so, uh, to those, this thing right here that you are walking towards, mm-hmm. that's just the pulpit. So it's just like two or three steps that go up behind a raised platform, oh, you know, like gotcha, someone you we'll walk gotcha. up to, to 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 talk to, to the people behind gotcha. it. Yes, uh, but that to your right is a door. Uh, it's just there on the same level, but but it is a door.
3: All right, uh, I approach the door and I try to open it as well.
1: All right, so you you go to open the door. Uh, here we go. Why do I have to look at things? All right. Ah, nope. Coin. <laughs> You're back there. <laughs> um, all right. So you open the door and uh, you see on the the back side there, uh, you can see one of two goblins and he is like sort of riding on the rope of the bell. <laughs> so he's got a hold of it and he's just kind of like, you see, yeah, you see like a kid on the, <laughs> on those like jumpy bouncy like things. that's hunchback like helps you, doll. Yeah. Sort of like, yeah. And like lets you, um, sort of act like you're weightless where you can just like jump and it kind of, or like you're hanging on to a pulley or something. It's going up. He's basically just jumping up and like and coming back down and just riding it. Um, but as soon as they hear that door open, uh, they both kind of just like stop. He, he hits the ground and he lets go of the, of the bell rope and turns around and looks at you to ride. And they both do. And then that means y'all are going to have to roll initiative. Is there anybody in there Toronto? anybody in that room?
3: Uh, I'm guessing in this, this moment, <sighs> uh, I'm just gonna say what my role is. <laughs> oh yeah. I rolled a seven.
4: <laughs> and uh, I, I figured out something the other day. If you, uh, if you click on, initiative on your character sheet it will roll initiative and throw it into the turn tracker if brady's got it
1: yes uh Uh,
2: well i don't want to give up my role yeah no
4: i i just for future if we want to do that
1: yeah that's that's fine i can add y'all in here so Tarot, hang on there's a way i can do this give me a second there we go what was uh, what was yours? You said my roll was a seven.
4: With your with okay. your dex modifier. What's that? With your dex, this dex modifier. This is just initiative. Yeah, I mean <laughs> initiative adds your dex modifier to your roll.
1: Yeah.
3: Oh, yikes! Uh,
1: so Tarot. Let's
3: see. Then that's an eleven. Said plus.
1: Oh yeah, that's plus four. So yeah, eleven.
3: My bad. I didn't. I thought that was just a just a roll twenty. Nothing added to it.
1: No, you're good. All right, so uh, coin, what did you roll?
2: That would be an adjusted 20. Ooh, nice. nice. Unnatural, perhaps. No, no, adjusted.
4: Quite unnatural. <laughs>
2: mm.
3: Both these goblins are going to roll 21
4: uh, I got a
1: nine. These guys actually have names. <laughs> oh, they're named <laughs>
4: characters, Dustin.
1: Well, these don't really count. They're just, gonna, but they're they're just going to go on the same turn. So I'm just going to give them the same roll. Um, okay, so that starts us off with Coin and Tarot. If you wanted to, like, as soon as you kicked open the door and you see him like, you or you didn't have to kick it open, but you you open the door and these two goblins like pretty much automatically see you because like you know they you're right there next to the door and um, Coin and Orin, as you guys are out there kind of snooping around you just hear the bell just stop. Like it just stops ringing and you're like, what's going on? And Trot, If you want to, like you can, this is a free action. You can like turn around and be like, uh, guys, I found them,
3: uh, whatever. With my free action. Can I also close the door while I say that?
1: (laughs) Yeah. If you want to. Oh yeah.
3: Yeah, definitely. I'm going (laughs) to, yeah, immediately close the door, uh, and turn around and say, Hey guys, uh, there's two goblins in here. (laughs) There's no one ringing the bell.
2: It's goblins. You know, you don't have to insult these people just because they're inbred, okay? Mm-hmm. Just be nice, <laughs> dear future customers. And uh, Brady, as, I,
3: as I'm uh, going to try to close this door, I'm also going to push down on the doorknob and an attempts to break it.
1: Okay, uh, so give me a strength check. So just roll uh, 20 plus your strength modifier, which is three. So So D20 plus three.
3: A fat 15.
1: Okay. Yeah, that's good enough. Uh, So these are, you know, pretty simply built um, kind of houses and churches and stuff like that. So it's it's not even like a metal doorknob. It's one of those kind of like latch type, like the wooden latch type things, but it's enough to where you can push down and it kind of, breaks in half, but falls downwards. So it sort of wedges itself in there. Um, and it's, it won't last too much, too long, uh, but it is going to take them just a little bit. Yeah, It's, it's, it's going to take it's them exactly just a little, a little bit to, to get out of it. Uh, so do you want to move? Uh, you do have your move speed uh, uh, where you can move. Yeah. I'm just you can trying to think. I'll five I'll, squares.
3: I'll just move back to, so 10 feet back from the door.
1: Okay. So is there anything else you want to do? Um, do you know about, uh, holding your action or readying an action?
3: Well, I, f- I figured the, the doorknob thing was basically an action.
1: Oh, Yeah. I was just going to give that to you, but, um, but yeah, we'll just say that was your action. Yeah. So we'll go on to, is there anything else you want to do or say?
3: Uh, nope. I already screamed out that there's uh two goblins. Uh, I'll also add, I think I, I wedged the door, but I don't know. It'll, I don't, I don't think it'll last guys. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. So that was Tarot. So now we're just going to go to coin and then we'll go down to Oren since you kind of initiated that. And then since coin had the higher role, but, uh, okay. So now it's coin's turn.
2: Well, I'm just going to continue berating him for messing with our future customers. I'm going to step up next to him and, did I notice that he, was it pretty obvious that you broke the door handle? I would ask.
1: Yeah. Like you just looking at it, you can see like the, um, like the wood slab part or like the little wood thing is like broken down like that and wedged down in between the two brackets that were holding it. Uh, so it's wedged down and it's, um, I mean, it's not going to keep them in there forever, but it's, it's not just like they can breathe on it and open it. Like it, it'll take a little bit to to open it or if you tried to open it it would take a little bit.
2: Joaquin's tears to rot? We're going to have to pay for that. That is coming out of your profit. Okay? Coin You're the go- for that.
3: I'm not saying the goblins did it, but they did. How do you know they're goblins? I saw them
2: with my eyes. <laughs> Look, as they I've broke the door. We- I have seen, and I've got both of my hands out, I have seen some really inbred people in my lifetime, okay? We're not even going to talk. We're not even going to talk about Fandolin. But (laughs) I am going to say that just because they're ugly doesn't make them not have money. (laughs) And I'm going to hold my action (laughs) until I see if they break through the door. I'm going to prepare to meet my customer.
1: Okay, uh, so do you want to Prepare ready greeting. ready an action of, like, whenever they come through the door, you want to greet them with something, or you just want to just hold your action?
2: I'm just going to, well, so if they break through the door, and they're obviously hostile, then, uh, then I'll hold my action for that point. Um, I, I guess it's a prepared action. Do I need to tell the GM, DM, hey, this is my prepared action, or... Typically.
1: Yes, yeah. so if you want to ready an action, uh, you basically say... Uh, what you want to do when something triggers it. So just for example, when that door opens and they come across and they seem hostile, like they're going to attack me, I will stay out of reach and take, you know, a five foot step back or whatever, or I will attack them with my sword. So you have your, your trigger and then what you're going to do on that trigger. So, and then you just tell me what it is and you just hold until that comes around or happens.
2: All right. Well, so if they break through the door, and they're obviously aggressive and violent. If they attack, then I, I've i got my mace in my hand. I've got my shield out. And I've got a gigantic, horrible smile plastered on my face. But uh, definitely have my mace out since he said they're goblins. Uh, you know, I'll be cautious. Typical salesman. Typical salesman. <laughs>
1: hey, man. So, so if they do... So if they do come at you and attack you, you want to attack. use your, your, your use your attack to hit them first, pretty much.
2: Right, but if they okay. come out and talk, then I'll beguile them.
1: Okay. All right, so that was coin. And Terat, since you already kind of did your thing, we are moving on to Oren. You're over there in the corner. What are you doing? Um, I'm going to
4: say, uh, well, he's, he's got a point. They may have money, and then I'm going to reach in my component pouch and uh, say grab a uh, small piece of cured leather do some somatic comp- or or uh, some gestures in front of me and cast mage armor on myself
1: okay and that increases your ac to 14
4: to... So, so 13 plus my dex modifier
1: which is 1 all right so nice. you you have now uh 14 ac so yeah he does that and um Whenever he gets done with his gesture, like from his hand, you kind of see this icy, just looks like frost come down his, down his arm and then starts to take over and like sort of forms a breastplate and the pauldrons, like this little sort of small things. And you see like uh, some greaves form on his legs and it just kind of, and he has his mage
4: on. And I'm going to, I'm going to step to, uh, step to my right, uh, three spaces. So just 10 feet of movement. One, two
1: <laughs> this this music seems a little bit more appropriate than the dun, dun,
4: dun, 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 dun.
1: battle ending music I had playing. All right, so you took your step over and uh, you're still in view of the door. So that brings us to the Um and
4: Dustin. I emailed you a uh, a combat cheat sheet that is uh, pretty good for seeing exactly what you can do as far as holding actions and stuff.
1: Yeah, that's that'd be good. Probably should I probably should have sent that out before, but we had other things going. But anyways, okay. So now it's the goblin's turn. And let's see. Okay. Okay. So yeah, you um you hear like the footsteps come over to the door and then you hear the door handle kind of start to jingle like you hear somebody, you know, hearing behind it, and they start to shake it, and then you hear and the door just like flings open um, and you see one of the goblins kind of like he tumbles out a little bit uh, from pretty much shoulder charging. Uh, and he's sort of like stumbling and kind of picking himself up. And then the other goblin kind of runs out too. And it's just like <laughs> kind of looking around for, you know, what, what's going on. And he, he sees you guys there. And then, so he went 10 15, 15. And he's just going to run up to Tarot, who's just standing there, because he saw, he recognizes you from when you opened the door first. And he comes at you. It's after my bread rolls. <laughs> yeah, not the rolls again. Oh, uh, always okay, had bread rolls. Me. All right, and he is going to take a swing at you. As he was running at you, you see him pull out a little rusty, gross-looking scimitar, uh, and he pulls it out and he's going to take a swing at you. <laughs> okay, no joke. Uh I just rolled a natural 20. Gosh,
4: you love hitting
1: first roll. Stop.
4: Crazy. <sighs> Leave me alone. Just take a quick TPK, man. Quick picture. Here we go. <laughs> oh boy.
1: Um okay, so yeah, so 20 against your 14. Yeah. I think that's got you there. All right, so let me roll damage. Which is gonna be doubled. Whew, um, that's gonna be five points of damage. Oh boy. I know that's not a, a rounded number, but uh, yeah. Oh no wait, sorry, four, four. I was rounding the wrong way. Uh four four points of damage. So
2: to rot. Well, I believe that would, uh, that would engage my action, wouldn't it?
1: Um. He didn't necessarily run at you, uh, and he's not cool. I mean, he is in within five f- feet of reach, but he didn't come at you to attack you, so you couldn't necessarily impose election. yourself in between them. <laughs> so
2: I did say if they um, appeared violent.
1: That's true. Okay. All right. Hang on. Let's let's retcon that. That is true. You did say if they came at you and was violent. Um. All right. So. So before he did that, uh, you're gonna get what we would kind of call an attack of opportunity, sort of. But you're gonna trigger your action, and you're just gonna go ahead and take a take a swing at him. So, uh, roll to attack.
2: That would be. Uh, where's, oh, there it is, but I didn't write my plus. Where's your plus on the, uh, on the mace? Uh,
1: that would be your uh, tag plus, plus strength and your okay. proficient. So that'd be a plus two and then plus. What's your strength mod?
2: Oh, because I'm proficient. So
1: yeah. So you get the plus two in proficiency since you're proficient with it. Uh, but you don't have any strength to modify onto that. Cause it's just a zero plus zero. So just roll 20, uh, D20 plus two.
2: All right. So that would be 12.
1: Okay. That is a miss. Of course it is. he runs out, you were kind of like, you're kind of taken aback from the first one, busting through the door and then the next one pretty much pouring out right after it. So you're just kind of like, (laughs) and just took a, (laughs) took a quick swing and it was able to just like
2: swing under it. Very Bruce Campbell attack, swing and a miss. Yes.
1: So, so we'll say that since you did swing and miss, uh, he was able to still yeah. get his attack off. But you know what? I, I will say um, it threw him off whenever you went to attack him, and I'll say that it imposed disadvantage on him. So let me... Okay. So it wasn't a critical, but it was still an 18. Jesus! So you... <laughs> um, I tried. So Great. <laughs> me...
3: Throw out that dice. Yeah. All right.
4: The damage was four. So da- yeah, damage four. So and
3: you just want me to half it? Two?
1: Yeah, yeah. Just do two. Yeah,
3: I'm okay with that. <laughs> just the fact that you rolled a twenty right. and an eighteen back to back for goblins,
1: for goblins. Yeah. Hey, this little level. I told, you, I told you all to buckle up for this adventure, this first part. So, all right. So they came out, and that's all that they did. So now we move on to coin we're back up to you so you've got this dude there uh standing there he is within reach uh if you wanted to take a take a swipe at him or if you were to move right there you wouldn't draw an attack of opportunity because you're in both range of them if you did want to sidle over and attack vark over there but it's totally up to you you can take a swipe at what's his name at b right there in front of you if you if you would like
2: oh his name is b whatever
1: you want to do yeah, whatever you want to do.
2: Do uh, so. He t- he attacked first, right? Yep.
1: Correct. Yeah, he was the one that came out after Vark busted the door open and then uh, hit hit Tarot.
2: And Goblin and Orcish are two different languages. Correct. Yep. Well, I'm gonna scream in Orcish anyway, and okay. uh, I'm gonna scream. Well, hello, Mister Fancy Pants, and I'm gonna take a swing at Bido. <laughs> okay. Five. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so so that's, that is a miss so you start screaming that in orcish and uh, it kind of like Bidu heard you and he turned around and he's like, Rrr. and he looked and he actually saw your swing coming so he was like and just swift right over his head Um. alright do you want to move anywhere or do you just want to stay there?
2: I'm going to stay there uh, I'm going to plant and try to dissuade them from killing my friend here
1: okay so now we move on to Tarot. Your turn.
2: All right.
3: I am going to uh, punch him in the face, hopefully.
1: All righty. Swing away, Merle. Swing away.
3: Let's see. Swing away, Merle. That that didn't end well
1: for him. 13. <laughs> with, is that with all your pluses yeah, and everything? That's my plus. <laughs> uh, that is a miss. So. You, you like, you square up with him and you just, and he's just able to like, with my right. damn knuckles weren't so oily from the snake lotion. <laughs> yeah. What is this stuff?
2: Now I recall very clearly you put butter on your knuckles. That was that days ago. That is true, ago. yep. been <laughs> <laughs> on the road.
1: It's, it's spoiled since then, so it's like, yeah, it might be even grosser. Um, all right, so now we're on to, do you want to move or anything? You just want to stay there?
3: Uh. I mean... No, nah, yeah i'll I'll stay there,
1: so now that brings us to or okay what you got um would you
4: say that uh I could cast a spell over my short dwarven friend without any kind of cover for the goblin,
1: yeah, uh well, I mean, they're both small, but um, I mean, if I I've mean, got a step I can do that. you are not that far away, so I mean you could you could easily you know cast cast something over the top of it, okay, um, I'm going especially if you moved up like a step or two or like a step, you could probably easily just be like,
4: huh. yeah. Um, so I'll just uh, I'll take a step step up and uh, reach over top and uh, gra- and say cast uh, chill touch, attack the one in front okay. of uh, in front
1: of Turret there. So Bidu. taking Bedu. Yep. And chill uh, touch. Goblin
3: number one, or technically goblin number two.
4: <laughs> Ooh, nice. Okay. So let's see. That's. Uh, Does it?
1: So is that like an attack roll? Yeah. Or is it just a resist?
4: No, so uh, you make a ranged spell attack against the creature. Okay, cool. Um, yep, so Ghostly Skeletal Hand uh, flies over your head to rot and uh, grabs the creature, and it's going to be, let's see, it's uh,
1: Yeah, what was the attack? Yeah, let me look at
4: my spell thing. It's a uh, 23.
1: Oh, that was your roll? Yeah. Okay, so yeah, that hits. So roll damage. If it didn't, then we should run. Um, (laughs) And then I'm going
4: to roll damage, which is uh, 1d8. Ooh, it's going to be a three. So three points of damage. And uh,
1: he can't take any healing uh, actions. Right. Right. Okay, so kind of right after Oren's mage armor finishes crystallizing uh, over top of him, uh, he reaches out. He kind of scoots up a little bit. He's like, "Watch out, Tarot!" And he reaches out his hand, and you see that sort of, m- sort of misty frost start forming around his hand. And then this ghostly skeletal hand like shoots out of his hand and, just, and goes right, right over the top of Tarot, and like hits this dude in the shoulder. And he's
0: like, Argh.
1: "And he, you can see him. It, it hurt him." And He's like, Argh. "And that's necrotic and damage." The, uh, yeah, and the from where it touched him, you can see like some of his veins under his skin is starting to get that sort of like black look, and you can see some of the black sort of starting to bleed out a little bit on him. Tarot's uh, eyes widen
3: and goosebumps form on his arms.
1: <laughs> Very appropriately so.
4: <laughs>
1: All right, so that brings us to the. Go- uh, did you want to move or anything else? Uh, no, you just go stay right there. there. Okay, so that brings us to the Goblin's turn where uh, Bidu is just going to take another swing at Tarot. So with his little scimitar again. Typical Bidu. Typical, typical Bidu. Uh, Okay, here it is. Sorry, I was looking for something. All right, so he's going to take a swing. (laughs) No. 16. Does that hit? It does. (laughs) Okay, so that's... Uh, I rolled max damage, so that's gosh. six points of damage.
2: Oh my gosh! <sighs> All right, that's ten, right? That's eight Nine total. Th- nope, eight, eight.
1: Yep. So you're down to five. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Vark is going to step up there, and he's going to do the same thing. He's going to pull out this little nasty scimitar, and he's going to take a swing at Coin. Uh, for a. Th- 13, and that misses with your AC of... Because you got your shield out, right? So that's 15?
2: So I deflect it off of my shield, and I say, be careful with that thing. You can put an eye out.
1: (laughs) You'll shoot your eye out. So yeah, so it just bounces off. Just nothing happens, uh, and you are safe for now. So then that brings us to coin.
2: All right. So he clanged his rusty scimitar against my shield. Uh, Ooh if I do this, I have to take a attack of opportunity. Um, so I, I guess I'll just swing again, but before I swing, I'll say, I'll, I'll use my mace and I'll point over at b and I'll go in Orcish. I've got an oil for that. If you've got money,
1: he just kind of looks over like, like he clearly cannot tell what you're saying. He's just kind of like, all
2: right, hard sell it is. And he takes a swing.
1: At the one right in front
2: of him, well, uh, Vark. Bidu's injured, right?
1: Correct, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and Vark is right up on you as well, but you are in reach of Bidu, which is injured.
2: Right, so that's the one I want to try to hit. That's a 17 plus 2, that's a 19.
1: Yeah, that's a hit.
2: Thanks. Roll damage. 1d6 of damage. Do I add my plus 2 as well?
1: uh your strength modifier which is 0 so uh your proficiency doesn't roll over to your damage uh mm. just your modifier for the attack so since you have 0 strength it's just going to pretty much be a straight roll
2: all right straight roll it is 4
1: ooh so with that you you take a good swing uh you kind of you say I've got an oil for that and you bring your mace down and just crack hit him right on the head and it just just crumples underneath it and it's dead.
2: Glass cannons. Nice.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um so do you wanna do you wanna move or anything? Or do you just want to stay there?
2: Uh if I move if I can move around bark, right? Is it bark?
1: Correct. Yeah, Vark, you can move like up there and there. You can basically move all the way around him as long as you stay within those squares uh, adjacent him, or you can just stay where you're at. Well, I'm
2: gonna I'm gonna maneuver around Vark and kind of have my shield out and kind of like kind of waving it in his face with the mace as I move around him too to to try to give as much advantage. (laughs) Look look at me! Look at me! me. Try to get as much advantage to uh, (laughs) my teammate. As possible. Okay.
1: Which, uh, since you're on opposite sides of him, I will say that uh, if Tarot, whenever he attacks, I would say that he, I'll give him advantage since y'all are flanking him. Uh, so you will have advantage on this attack roll if you want to, Tarot. Ooh,
3: sweet. Uh, yeah. So I am if you want I, to attack I am him. going to uh, attempt to kick through his shin.
1: Okay. So uh, just roll two d20s and take the higher. All
3: right.
2: Come on, natural 20. Nope. Uh,
1: 21? Yep. yep. Yep, that's it.
2: Cool beans. Come on, max damage.
3: And 6 damage. Ooh, it, 6 damage? It's 3, but it gets doubled. Or no, it doesn't get doubled.
1: What was that first damage that you did there? What was uh, the roll?
3: The roll was 3.
1: Okay, so then plus 4, correct, Pat? Uh, Yeah, plus your dex mod.
3: Yep, that's four.
1: Okay, so that's plus four, so that's seven, right? Yep. Three plus four, seven. Um, and for
3: my bonus action, do I have to reroll to
4: see if it? Yeah, it's
1: another. Yeah, that would be four. a whole other attack. Okay. Yeah, uh, but <laughs> I will say you take <laughs> the shin out. Did you want? You just want to like kick him in the shin? Yeah, I wanted to kick through his Is shin. That what you're doing? Just, okay, oh, so textbook. when you go when you go to kick, uh, you kick him so hard that it like literally just blows below his knee pretty much off. Just like, poof, just shoots it off and he falls down so hard onto his face that his face collapses in and he dies. <laughs> Jesus. So like, Whatever you just like knocked him so. in the next week. Um, so yeah, you just poof, and like destroy this little dude and um, that ends the combat. You killed your first two goblins. Um, and I meant to tell you guys before you set out from Daggers Ford, uh, you each Got two potions of healing uh, before you he left. So oh, good. Less lesser potions of healing, which are, um, like one D four. It's one D four. Yeah, it's one D four plus two. Yeah. So make sure you write that down and know that you've got got those. Because, like I said, I told you I was going to give you all uh, a little bit more easy access to. To those things since you don't really have a good healer. Or not a good healer. You don't really have a dedicated healer, I should say.
2: I take offense to that.
1: I, I didn't. 1d4? <laughs> no offense. Sir. No offense. One d4. Yeah, it'd be 1d4 plus 2. So you'd roll a d4 and then plus 2. All
2: right. Well, I've definitely had First right. uh, first sales be easier than this. He's going to reach down knowing that Lady... Velarosa put the call out for goblins, and he's going to cut off the left ear of both goblins and string them All onto right. his belt.
1: Okay. Well, you just add those to your inventory, two plus two goblin ears. Yeah, so what's that for now? Yep. Yep. Nice. Um,
4: so if we're out of combat...
1: Right, now you're out of combat, so it's sort of free movement. I'm
4: going to take a look back outside to see if uh, our... uh,
1: The wargs are coming. Yeah,
4: if our activities... uh,
1: uh,
3: I'm going to guzzle a uh, lesser potion of healing. Yeah. All right. Almost immediately.
2: I'm, I'm going to, while all that's happening, I'm going to be rummaging their corpses, shaking them for loose change.
1: Okay, so you start searching them and you notice that they don't really have anything on them except for like what they had, their scimitar. Um, But Tarot remembers seeing uh, at both of their feet whenever he peeked in that they each had a sack, like a small sack um, at their feet that they had maybe gathered things into, which was in this back room back here.
3: Coin, all their belongings are under the the bell tower or the...
2: Whatever you call that thing, all right. Obviously, going to go investigate that as I step in. But I'm going to, knowing that there were two gobs in there, I'm going to poke my head around the corner first, kind of like pull a Scooby Doo and go sideways through the door and look, make sure there's nobody else in there. There Do a quick perception check. Yeah,
1: there's no. Okay, give give me a give me a roll there.
2: Ah, eight.
1: Was that plus your yeah, three Yeah, plus my three? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, I mean, that's still, that's still good enough because, uh, you peek in and there's no goblins and you do see, uh, the two sacks. There's two small sacks laying there on the ground. Um, but this bed also contains a plain wooden bed where you think probably the, the priest or, you know, whoever it was that ran this, um, of the village, one of the acolytes probably slept and the mattress has been like torn open and all the straw has been pulled out because you can tell these little goblins were just looking for whatever anything shiny. Yeah. Um, so the floor is strewn with like the contents of two wooden chests, um, which basically nothing of really any value. There was some like priestly vestments and a couple of worthless personal artifacts, uh, pr- artifacts, personal effects, like, um, just like a little wooden carving, of looks like a sun, um, because you know, uh, of whose, whose temple this is. And, um, yeah, that was, that was pretty much all you really see. And then the two sacks, um, that are just laying there on the ground. I'm
2: going to go ahead and snatch up the priestly vestments. Do they look nice? Are they? Uh,
1: I mean, not really. They're basically just kind of white linen, basically robes. Okay. There's nothing really fancy about okay. them because this is kind of a smaller town and he, yeah. but I mean, if you want to take him, you can take them I'll,
2: I'll go through the, uh, the sacks as well see what they've gathered up.
1: Alrighty, so uh, you pick up one of the sacks, and one of them contains three blocks of incense, which I'll just go ahead and tell you are worth uh, five gold pieces each. And then uh, a silver holy symbol of Maliki, shaped like a unicorn's head, which is worth 25 gold pieces. And then some stolen, some other stolen personal effects, uh, which they don't amount to anything, just some like. Clothes, scraps of leather, uh, little things, uh, they aren't really worth anything. Uh, And then did you want to look through the other one as well? Yes. Okay. So in the other sack, there are three empty vials that contain some sort of just like clear liquid. Uh, You're not really sure what it was. Um, But there's still like remnants, just like somebody had emptied it out of whatever was in there. And then, and also, unlocked wooden what you would call a poor box, and it had two gold pieces in it.
2: Okay, so that's incense, two times, and that'd be five gold pieces a piece. And
1: this—that was three, three blocks of incense. Oh,
2: three blocks. Okay,
4: all right. How much? How much that incense worth?
1: It was five gold pieces each, so that's fifteen gold pieces. So
3: Brady, after I uh, finished my drinking, my my little health potion i'm going to go to the northern window and look out it
1: uh, okay um so that's that's a st- uh, one of the stained glass windows so you can't really see out of it um gotcha. it is a pretty simple stained glass window uh but one of the, the the stained glass window that you're looking out of um has a depiction of a unicorn um head on it as well and um that you can kind of ascertain that that's uh, one of Maliki's kind of symbols is a a unicorn. So, but you can't really see anything else out of it. It's just kind of like frosted, you know, and um, frosted glass. So you can't really see anything out of it. Did I notice anything going on outside? Just those two wargs are still chowing down. They they hadn't noticed. They're still just.
2: I'm going to walk back through with these two bags of stuff. Obviously I'm going to store what I can. Uh, in my explorer's pack, and then I'm going to hold these two vials up to Oron, and I'm going to say, uh, "Oron, what do you make of this? This is this is weird. Goblins don't normally do potions, do they?"
4: Um, and uh, say it's it's Orin, Um and I uh, take a look at them. Can I tell um, what they are or anything?
1: Um, let's see. You can do just do an investigation check.
2: Ooh. I'll roll two. I'll hold on one it's, and I'll it's a roll
1: natural, as well. It's a natural
4: one, so it's not going to give me anything.
2: What
4: What did you get? what did you get? I rolled a natural one, so I
2: rolled a natural twenty. <laughs> okay. Uh, with a negative one. Okay, so <laughs> my,
4: yeah, my <laughs> investigation is five. So if since it's not in combat, it's not a critical fail. So it's, yeah, it's, but it's just an investigation. But I'd check. say that
1: uh, you're still just kind of like, yeah, this this is kind of odd. But then a uh, coin from where you take them and where you handed them over, you kind of looked at them and you're like, wait, you know, you kind of have a little bit of knowledge of uh, mixtures and quote unquote potions. So you can kind of tell, <laughs> yeah, you can kind of tell when things are, uh, have been watered down maybe. And just from looking at it, you're like, well, it's not really viscous. It's not really anything. Uh, what you can tell where you're at, you think it was just uh vials of holy water. So nothing, nothing really, special about them uh, but they're just little glass vials now and they're empty pretty much the stoppers are gone yep.
4: um and while he uh comes to this conclusion i'm asking you find anything else in there corin anything of interest or a coin I think- corn sorry <laughs> <laughs> uh I love it. that was that
2: that was his last name i just said that yeah out there. i said
4: corin my last character <laughs> uh
2: so he's he's gonna Pick up on that slight, and he's going to toss the uh, vial over his shoulder, carelessly letting it break oh. in the corner. And he's going to say, Nope. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, let's see what's in here. Oh, look, hippies. I like hippies. Yeah, I'm uh, talking about the unicorn. <laughs>
1: oh, okay. I was like, Who Who else is No, that
2: just in? the, uh, I noticed the unicorn for the first time, and it brings to mind hippies. Um, so from the room, that coin,
3: Oh, Oh, maybe not.
1: <laughs> hang, hang on. Um, I'm moving y'all over. Just imagine that you're still technically in the, yeah, gotcha. in the church there, but.
2: And there's not I a second sorry. floor or anything.
1: Nope. It's just the high vaulted ceilings. And then the steeple, uh, that back room where the steeple was, uh, just had what I described and then the, the rope for the bell, and that was it. There's no no second story, or anything. It's just a single story. But it does have the high vaulted ceilings.
3: So now now that we're <clears throat> in the building, are we gonna say that we're uh, only gonna go out the the actual door now?
1: Yeah, or the one window slash door that you entered. Uh but yeah, that, that door that would be over here. You can go out that way. All right. I mean, or you can break out the windows. I mean, it might make some noise, but you can do that if you want to. But,
3: well, Coin, uh, Orin, uh, which direction do you think we should go?
4: Oh, uh, sorry, I forgot to mention the potion of healing is actually 2d4 plus 2. Oh, okay. Oh. So, um, so is, that,
3: is that lesser?
4: That's the normal common rarity.
1: Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, so right, this, yeah, let's roll another d4.
3: Another two points, baby.
1: Thank you, Patrick.
3: No yeah,
4: I was like, I feel like it was more. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, 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 I hey, was. Hey, like, I was. Hmm. I was
3: okay with it. I mean, yeah, but yeah, I, I just rolled just two more points, Brady.
4: Nice. Okay, let's do. You're um, looking Ooh. pretty good, then. Ooh. Let's say my okay. organs. Uh, <laughs> all right. Um. Do we uh? We want to. I guess. Do we want to tangle with these wargs, or do we want to go to that building we saw kind of across the way um, and investigate a little bit further? Or that's not a building. It's like a yard, ER, like a field.
2: Yeah, it looks like a field or a farm. Oh, What's okay. on the back side? Uh, can we see anything through the, the stained glass window as far as buildings back there?
1: No, out? Um, Turot tried to look through. Um, didn't Couldn't really see anything. Couldn't make anything out. Um, all right, so are
4: either back out the, uh, the same way we came. Uh, or if we go out this door that I've been, that I've been looking out, uh, are the wargs are right there. So I don't know if we can
2: avoid right. them going that way. Now are the wargs, are they the rider type? Are they the mounts or are they just wargs?
1: No, they're just wargs. They ha- their token has riders on them, but they're just, they're just regular wargs.
2: Well, um, we could fight them or we could, uh, sneak around them.
4: Yeah, we could go go south and uh see if we can figure out what's going on a little bit more.
2: I'm all for going around these guys. They are not good customers.
3: <laughs> all right. I like the way you think, Coin. So, so I'm going to make my way back to the window door. Okay. <laughs> and I step out cautiously. <laughs> Because I don't, okay. I don't know, if, uh, I don't know if we shut this door behind us or if it was open, or I guess I just look out before I step out.
1: Yeah, it was, it was kind of still open a little bit, and again, the wargs are just kind of, they're still just over there, just chowing down on whatever it is. Um, but they're, they're still, their attention is sort of focused on the what they're eating. So, okay, yeah. and also this, um, this thing right here, you can tell it's a well. So that's also kind of from where you guys are at. It's kind of breaking their line of sight a little bit too. Um, so they they don't re- they don't even notice you. Gotcha.
4: Are those gotcha. wards
1: really that big? Yeah, that's Oof. how the the tokens had them in here. I um, mean,
3: they're a little a thought smaller than a horse. <laughs>
1: yeah. Um, so,
4: could, so so I'd say we want to I want to take a look inside this tower. Um, All
2: right. While you're looking in that one, I'll look in the one adjacent.
4: I'm gonna listen, listen at the door, and see if I hear anything, Brady.
1: Okay. So give me a perception check.
3: Gosh. Um, While they are both inspecting these towers, I'm just gonna look at the works, uh, just protecting their backs. Right, you're just
1: gonna keep your eye yeah. on them. Okay. Um, so what did you roll, Orn? A six. And then coin. What did you roll? Perception. Eleven
2: check? plus perception. Three. Plus 3, so 14.
1: Um, so, uh, Oren, you kind of lean cautiously up against the door, but you you don't really hear anything. And then, um, Coin, same for you. You kind of lean up, put your ear up next to the door, and you don't hear anything either.
2: All right. Well, not hearing anything, I'm going to turn, look at Oren, and smile, and lean in, and open <laughs> the door.
4: And I'm going to go at the same time.
1: Okay. Um, and real quick, my, I need to add there a coin where you're standing, uh, you're going to have to sidle around. That is a big boulder. That's about, uh, about six feet tall and it's still embedded in the ground and it's a pretty big boulder. And that's, uh, that was one thing I meant to, to, you guys didn't really notice it on your way in. Cause you were just trying to sneak into the church, but you can look through all these things right here. These are big boulders that are just embedded into the ground. They're all pretty big. They're all about the same size or probably, you know, anywhere from five to six feet in diameter. Uh, and they're just, just right into the ground. Um, so you, you kind of notice that, but coin, you sidle around that and you said you were going to go in, uh, check inside.
2: Yeah. I'm going to look inside. Yeah. Gonna, okay. Look, uh, in And then orange, you're going to do the same in. thing. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Just, you're both going to peek in. The door. Okay. So, okay, cool. So coin, you kind of just crack the door open. Uh, you don't notice any goblins or see anything. And this, this room is empty or insane with you. You just kind of uh, creak the door open uh, and there's nothing in there. But what you do see, uh, which you can kind of see in there, those little round thingies, those are the little turning mechanisms to uh, lower and raise the drawbridge. Mm. And then there is um, two kind of those two ladders um, that are there. They're, I mean, they're decent ladders. They look okay. Um, but the one that coin you're in, it looks like where that uh, stone hit really close to it. It kind of shook the whole building and maybe kind of misaligned some of the uh, the handholds mm-hmm. on it. But uh, Oren, yours is yours is looking okay. Okay. So not Does the finding mechanism anything to the
2: drawbridge. Look okay.
1: Yeah, it still looks like it's uh, in um, in good shape, and you can tell that you know since there's two sides. Uh, you can pretty much deduce that just turning one wouldn't do anything and that you'd probably have to turn both of them at the same time. Um, and it would probably take some time to actually pull the drawbridge up. Okay. Not, not too long, but you know, it would take more than just Uh, a couple of seconds. It would take a few minutes to raise it all the way up. Um, not finding anything in the bottom. I'm going to climb up the ladder. Okay, so you climb up and you kind of make it up to the top, and it's just a small, um, less than, you know, it's probably a five-foot by five-ish yeah, foot like um, area up top, covered top. Uh, but there's nothing up there of note. Okay.
4: Uh, do I have enough height to get a pretty good look over the,
1: over the town? Uh, yeah, over some of it. So you can kind of, let's see you can kind of see down a little bit more this way. Okay. So you can see there is some sort of like windmill looking Mm -hmm. thing down there. Yeah. Uh, And it's actually raised up. You can see that there. It kind of goes up five feet, five, 10, 10 feet. So it's about 15 feet up uh, on this little raised hill. And then you can kind of see over, this way you can just see a little bit like a graveyard yeah it's a it's a graveyard okay I see any uh but that's that's about all you can any see.
4: movement other than the our warg friends uh
1: let's see uh no, not from what you can see there. Okay. I might have a better
2: perspective from the windmill.
4: Yeah. I'm going to climb back down and come out.
2: Um, so I'm going to step out and I'm going to say, I think we should raise the drawbridge.
4: Okay.
3: Um, I'm, I'm assuming you're addressing me because I was standing out there. Why?
2: Well, a captive audience is more likely to spend money. <laughs>
4: uh. Coin
2: always thinking ahead, aren't you? I
4: have a feeling it might uh, make some noise and uh, attract unwanted customers, Coin.
2: Well, in that case, Tarot, you come with me and we'll bar the door.
4: Bar uh, Bar what door?
2: The door into the thing as we raise the drawbridge.
4: Oh, okay. So then we're trapped (laughs) inside the towers, got it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so what doors are you barring? He wants—he's talking about barring the tower doors as we raise wants, it. So whenever the warcs come to, to attack, we'll be him. trapped. Oh
2: no! No well, no no! no. Orin, I want Orin, you. Would... I want you to turn the gears. I'm anticipating heavy work, so I think that you should turn the gears, and I'll cover you with my crossbow. Uh,
3: Coin, I—I think that's a little—a uh, little wasted effort. I think we should find the people of this, this town or figure out exactly what's going on. I don't see a direct benefit of,
2: uh, closing off the city. So I agree. <clears throat> so was my, the tower that I was in, was it destroyed or would an athletics check allow me to try to get to the top? And what's um, the fall damage? It's not
1: destroyed. Uh, it's only about 15 feet up.
2: So it'd be 3d6 fall damage.
1: Be one, Yeah, some, it wouldn't be much. It's uh, a D6
4: per 10 feet, isn't it?
1: Yeah. So it'd, it'd be about a D6 worth of damage.
2: Okay. Well, I mean, I'll give it a shot. It's a zero modifier, so... Alright, I'll be right back. I'm going to climb w- up there and see if...
1: You want to try to scurrying up the...
2: Yeah, see what's up there. Because I'm a completionist. I can't leave something un- <laughs> unexplored. Right. That could- I really uh, I really 20? thought he was just going to carry me up the other tower and throw me off <laughs>
3: <laughs> i
2: don't have that talking. much strength
4: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> all right uh so athletics check Nope, that's a that's a seven eight nine nine
1: nope so the they're still like these are pretty well put together towers like the stones are pretty flat and pretty flushly cut and fit together pretty well um so you can't get any type of purchase or any sort of Anything to grab onto, so it's just kind of like.
2: Eh, eh, yeah, I imagine he looks foolish and uh, tries to play it off.
1: <clears throat> yeah, I'm. Uh, yeah, this is a uh, very, very well built. I can't. Uh, Sturdy walls. Can't Good it. job. Well, let's yeah. move on. <laughs> yeah, yeah uh, coin, let's move on.
2: Coin, I think that's too much snake oil. <laughs> Nonsense! Can't have too much. Look, it's in my hair.
4: I say, I'm, and I'm going to let them know that I saw that a uh, windmill to the south. If we want to go check it out.
2: Alright. I think we should sure. uh, roll a stealth. There seems to be some other structures over here, so I think we should stealth
4: that pre- way. I'm going to mention stealthily. that.
2: Yeah. Sneaky so, sneak. these boulders in the ground, do they look like they were fired from a catapult or something?
1: Um. Ro- uh, Let's see. Roll an investigation check.
2: Somebody else will need to roll. I'm a negative one in investigation. I'll roll it anyway.
4: Um, I'll take a look at them and give you advantage.
2: I was about to say, we're all three by them.
3: I'm.
4: Yeah, roll with advantage, all, Dustin. Yeah. Roll, roll twice. Yeah, just roll again. Take the so high. that's an
2: adjusted three. <laughs> no, roll, 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 roll again. again.
1: Yeah, no, roll again with advantage. Natural
2: yeah, so. 20 as it bounced out of the box. Nice. There you go.
1: Okay, there you go. So um, just from looking at it, you can tell that, you know, normally if something is shot from a catapult or, you know, a trebuchet or something like that, when it hits, it sort of, you know, leaves an impact and kind of drags along. Kind of, yeah, kind of like a, you know a meteor or something hitting. So you can see sort of the scatter marks and stuff. This just looks like it was just, just straight, straight down, just, straight onto the ground. Like there's no skid marks leading the way, but it kind of, just like, just radiates out like you dropped a big rock in sand. You know, just like, so there's no like skid marks. There's no and these aren't these aren't like perfectly rounded that you would imagine like cannonballs or something or you know the trebuchets would throw uh it's just like big boulders they're all roughly round-ish, but they're not like smooth or anything like that but they're 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 bigger than something that would be thrown or fired out of something like
2: there's that. no feet sticking out from underneath them with <laughs> some really nice um, boots or anything ruby red slippers
1: not not that one that you're standing around. <laughs> Not that one. <laughs> <laughs>
2: no,
3: don't tell him that. He's going to look under every, every rock. rock.
2: Well, I'm definitely <laughs> which. going to keep my eye out on every rock to see if there's a squished person underneath it.
3: All right. So Tarada is going to make make a, a, an assumption and say to the group, maybe this is just why it's called Nightstone. They just... Hmm. Rocks just randomly appear. Man. Maybe it's always like this. <laughs>
1: Um, I will say from, um, since y'all are kind of from the area and especially with Orin being from Waterdeep, which is pretty, pretty close. Like you're somewhat familiar with, with the surrounding stuff. And you know, that nightstone is actually named after, uh, in the middle of the square, there was this large, almost like shard of a big sort of like monolith or obelisk type thing that was probably about 15 feet tall you know, like five feet wide or something like that. And it was almost, it wasn't obsidian, but it was almost like obsidian, this dark Hmm. black, almost glass type object that had uh, like runes and stuff written over it. Uh, And almost had this little bit of like a magical essence to it. But uh, the people don't know where it came from. Don't know anything about it. And they thought it was pretty much kind of cool and thought it might've brought their town. Good luck. And they just kind of left it there and made it the centerpiece of the town. And Whenever y'all were looking over there near the wargs, you didn't see a big, large black stone jutting out of the ground. You didn't see it sitting there. And you kind of, from where you were, you could kind of see a big indentation, but you didn't see the big black stone. <laughs>
4: and I say, dun, dun,
1: dun. Actu- actually, Tarot, it's called Nightstone because. And then you relay all that information. Oh,
3: okay. Well, I'm not from so. this area, so that, that makes sense, Or. Well, where's the stone?
1: Um,
4: that's a very good question, Coin. Um, Maybe
3: that's what they're eating over there.
4: Uh, no, it's, it was a dog, uh, unfortunately. <laughs> um, I didn't see that. Do we want to proceed, gentlemen? Yeah, sure. We're talking a lot out in the open. Uh, we should probably You're right. <laughs> move along.
3: I will mosey on down. Um, I guess as this building comes up on my right. Uh, do I notice it, it have windows, doors, anything remarkable about this? Uh, it does.
1: No, it's just kind of a basic little structure. Um, it does have a door. Oh, hang on. It does have a door there. And um, let me see. I don't think it has. No. Yeah, it just has that door there. And then uh, there's another window here. And then there's a window on the back there.
3: All right. I'm just going to walk by the door and peek in the window.
1: Okay. Um, looking through the window, uh, you don't even have to really do a perception check. Uh, you just see that there's this front room and then, uh, it's kind of like a 10 by 10 space. And then on that kind of like straight in front of you, as you're looking through it, that little back part, that's jutting out, that coin is standing next to, uh, it's kind of separated by this little curtain. Um, but there's like some sort of little back room back there, but uh, there's nobody in there and there's, it's kind of all in disarray and it's been, looks like it's been rummaged through and um, just kind of gone through, but you don't really see anybody or anything in there.
3: So okay. Oren's directly behind me.
1: Yeah, that's me. All
4: yeah.
3: right. I uh, turn around to Oren and say, uh, I don't
2: see any movement. Let's keep moving South. Okay. Uh, dark and cursed. Goblins taking everything before we can get to it. (laughs) Yeah, and
4: proceeding along.
2: uh, I I can't see. Coin. We uh, we (laughs) lost in (laughs) darkness.
4: We lost coin.
2: That's just a good stealth check.
1: (laughs) Sorry, (laughs) sorry. Uh, Let's see.
3: Yeah, he took the road untraveled.
2: And, but that's in his nature is to kind of slink, you know, that's his personality type is to not necessarily, once he's in a town, he's going to kind of walk through, look in the windows of the houses, see if anybody left an apple pie, perhaps out <laughs> on the windows. I believe still. that's, that, I believe that's called a creep
4: um, uh, <laughs> walking behind people's houses. <laughs> DM, do I notice what's to our uh, east
3: do I know yeah, as well? There. Okay. My, with my uh, 19 yeah, see,
1: passive see, <laughs> perception. <laughs> yeah, you you guys see uh, two goblins over there. So let me make sure that this is the right one. So you see, and it's kind of weird, you're not really sure what you're seeing, but um, you kind of look over there and you see two goblins and they you're not sure if something's wrong with them. You don't know what really is happening, but you see them just kind of like running around and then they like bump into each other and then they walk around and you notice... There's something on their head, and they actually have uh, pumpkins over the top of their head, and they're like they're running around, and they kind of have their arms out, and they're like you can kind of tell that they're looking for each other or something, but they're not in distress. They're it looks like sort of okay, playful, okay. but they they don't see they're basically blinded. They there's nothing. It's just a hollowed out pumpkin over the top of their head, so they don't even see you.
4: Okay. Say so, uh, All right. <laughs> Guys, there's some uh, goblins off to our east. We want to check out this uh, windmill while they appear to be un- otherwise occupied.
3: Um, yeah, I'm okay with that, unless Coin wants to take this uh,
2: back path for some random reason. I'm gonna check the boulder. Okay. <laughs> I'm watching for feet and ruby slippers.
1: Um, so you don't you don't need a roll of perception on that because you're right there on it. Uh, you don't <laughs> you don't see. Anything. It's just a boulder just right there on the And point.
2: I'm going to be kind of here go. at the corner of the yeah. windmill, uh, kind of watching the goblins act foolish and watching for any change in behavior.
1: Okay. so Kind of
2: crouch down with the crossbow out and the shield tucked back on my back. Gotcha. I'm going to walk down
3: the path, approach the windmill. Um, uh, the path ends, and I see door i presume
1: yes so you make your way up to it and it's just a door it's kind of a muddy sort of trail going up to uh this this path leading up to the door um but the door is closed Uh, but this windmill stands probably about um about 30 35 feet at its tallest point and uh, there is the door there right in front of you but it's kind of very large and the, the windmill thing is just kind of slowly turning because it's um, not really, really windy outside, but it's just kind of like a cool. little breezy, uh, but it's just slowly turning.
3: Being, uh, more cautious of our, our current situation. I am just going to put my ear up to the door and listen.
1: Okay. Give me a perception check.
3: Which, oh, that is.
0: Probably
1: not the I heard the music just... kick in and I was like, what is that noise? A seven. Yeah, I forgot it's turned off. A seven? Yep. And is that adjusted? That's adjusted. <laughs> okay. Uh, so you you oh, lean up safe. and you can't really hear, you can't really hear much over the slow, like you do kind of hear the slow turning of the gears inside, but you don't really hear anything else.
3: Okay. Uh, I'm going to just cautiously open the door.
1: Okay, so um, so you push the door open. It's weird. And um, let me check something on you real quick.
2: While you're checking that, I'm going to go ahead and state that if the goblins do start moving this way, I am got a bead on them, ready to action to attack with the crossbow.
1: Okay, they're still just like playing. chasing around each other and like just playing. Uh, you, they, they don't seem to be paying any mind or know you're there or anything. They're just bumping into each other and chasing after each other with the pumpkins on their head. Okay, so you slowly push uh, the door open and even over the turning of the gears, you hear something that doesn't sound like gears turning um, and it's kind of up, upwards, like up in this, the large shaft of the the building of this windmill. Uh, there's rafters and stuff and you kind of hear something up in the rafters.
3: Um here something is in movement, here something is in Does it sound just a noise biological? just a noise that isn't yeah, just a noise that just isn't familiar to me? Yes. <laughs> God. Uh, I turn to uh Oren and say I th- think I hear something in here. I'm not sure.
2: You think or you know? Well, I said it to Orange. The
4: point
3: is, you're on to the other snipe side, a pumpkin. <laughs> I'm,
4: I'm still here, but I'm going to refresh my roll twenty. I I can't see the map anymore. Um, okay. okay.
3: Momentary pause. Then. So
4: uh, no. It, so I uh, I'm I'll I'll come closer and uh, kind of like what does it sound like to him? Can he Can he describe it,
1: or um, it just sounds like you you can hear the gears turning and stuff just slowly. Um, and you know that's wood on wood, just kind of that like. And this is more just like something else, something something moving is the best best way you can put it. Okay. Um, all right. And I mean, you can do a perception check if you want.
4: Yeah, I'll uh, I'll roll perception too and see if I can kind of tell what it is. Because this would
1: be a separate roll because you were first you were listening through the door and now the door is open and you are listening for. That noise. So uh you can roll a perception. Okay. okay. Let's see.
2: Fully so expecting a noise it. to get everybody rushing to us, kinda like the minds of Moria.
4: 18.
1: Ooh. 18. Okay. So you listen a little bit more and you can kind of hear the wood creaking, but again, it's not those uh it's not the gears turning and stuff. You can hear the rafters like there's some some kind of weight on them. Uh, and you hear something kind of sh- shifting around, just kind of like slowly kind of shifting around, kind of moving a little bit. And then you kind of hear like a um, sounds like might be
4: more of our goblin friends, but I'm not sure. Maybe uh, some, if
2: they're if they're some... being stealthy, I don't know if it would be goblins. But would my mm-hmm. character know that? I don't know. I don't think so. <laughs>
1: no, you're over there on the side of the building yeah. you. Hey guys, um,
2: what's going on?
1: It's sh-
4: it's uh, sh- quiet, quiet coin. Um going
3: be sniper elite over there.
4: Well, uh I going you know, to whisper to Tarot and say do we want to um kind of try to get the jump on them and see what's going on or bypass
2: this? I'm going to laugh if you guys kill an or- uh, like an orphan or something. <laughs>
4: <laughs> um
3: Orin, uh, Orin, I think of uh, the best move is to get the, the highest vantage point. I think this is the tallest thing in town from what I've seen. So Okay. Yeah, let's I guess let's go in.
4: Alright, I'm right behind you and I'll uh I'll kind of step over and uh tell coin, hey we're gonna we're gonna go in and, and see what's going on. Just be ready.
2: Got that. Stack on the door. Here we go.
1: Yeah. So so who's going in first? I guess um, me.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh,
3: Unless Oren wants to step in front of me.
4: Uh, no, He'll that's okay. Out the
2: <laughs> okay. All right. I'll be two men in the stack with the uh, crossbow aimed over his head.
1: <laughs> okay. So with that, you hear thump, thump, and like hmm. something hits right at your feet. Right in front of you, Tarot. Not my fault. Uh, and and then uh, I'll need everyone to roll initiative. <laughs> ah. Oh, not bad. Ooh,
4: terrible.
3: And you totally said right. I add I add something to initiative? You add what do I add? Your,
4: your initiative your, dex yeah, your initiative is saying it's actually a dex check. That is because insane. you're seeing right, how I'm, fast I'm, you're I'm, reacting. I'm,
3: I'm twenty-one.
4: G <laughs> nice eleven. Uh, or
3: no, sorry, I'm twenty. Not twenty-one.
4: And I am. And two. there 21. are goblins. Dang it.
2: <laughs> we don't know that. <laughs> I was really hoping for those Tabashi orphans.
4: Oh,
1: the Tabaxi orphans. Yeah.
2: It Tabaxi. Tabaxi. Uh, tabashi.
1: I've always heard of Tabaxi. tabaxi. Huh. I mean, it could be boxy too, I guess. Khajiit. Oh. Okay, so, uh, Tarot, what did you roll?
3: A 20. Not natural. Ooh,
1: very nice. Right. Uh, Orin, uh, e- a
3: 2.
4: 2. Yeah, it's a natural 1. And then <laughs> coin.
2: 11.
1: All right. This is r- we'll drop Orin down there. All right, so, Tarot, you just had this... Um, this arrow just like right at your feet. Uh, and it, you can tell just by the angle it came from above.
3: Mm. All right. Um,
2: so you're going to rush in, right?
1: Uh, <laughs> Magnus rushes in. Yeah, uh,
3: man. Where's a, where's a torch when you need one?
2: Um, <laughs> well, funny you should say that. Your did you get an explorer's pack? You have flint and steel? Um,
3: mm-hmm. uh, yeah, probably.
1: It's so, so there, a is, uh, there is a window on either side, uh, kind of a little bit further <laughs> up, and there's enough light coming in. Uh, and now that your eyes are sort of adjusted to it, Tarot, to you kind of look up and you can see two goblins up in the rafters about 25 feet up in the rafters, and they both have short swords or uh, short uh bows drawn. Um, with an arrow knocked in them, kind of pointed in at the door.
2: (laughs) So they, do they have line of sight on the outside of the building or just the inside? Yeah.
1: Just just the inside, just at the door. Uh, and they can, Oh, I thought you were saying there's two windows
3: like facing outside.
1: Oh, there are, but they're a little bit higher up than where they are. Um, so they, they can't see out the windows unless they tried to climb up there to them. They can just see to the door right now.
3: Hmm. All right, I am going to do the old classic tarot. Close the door, um, and
1: <laughs> classic tarot.
3: And then, I, this time, I'm going to step to the right of the door, uh, and if that counts as my action, that is all I am going to do.
1: Uh, you can move. I'll say closing the door was. I mean, that's a pretty free action. Uh, you weren't really doing anything. Okay. So uh, you still have an action, and you still got a little bit of movement left. But if, if you just want to end your uh, turn there, I mean, if you want to tell them anything.
3: Um, I'm going to ready an action. The, anything that walks out of the uh, windmill is getting punched in the face by my fist. <laughs> and okay. uh, I tell them, I just saw two goblins up
2: top. Now are uh, they at a, and I, you know, I obviously right. will have a conversation and talk and I'll get more location. Um, and well, this is just like a brief, like it just happens. This is pretty, pretty yeah. quick. Three seconds. Six yeah. seconds, Yeah. Like three yeah, seconds. Yeah, It's
1: kind of like one or two, one or two lines, just like, oh, they're, they're up in the rafters or, you know, yep. I only saw two or something like that. Right.
2: Yep. Like I said, I've got the crossbow at the ready, so I'm going to step to the door. And peek around the door. I know I probably can't fire around. What I have to enter in order to
1: um, take a you shot? can you can push the, you can push the door open, uh, because you would have to have it pretty much all the way open to be able to fire up into, uh, up into the rafters. So you'd have to you'd have to open the door all the way, push it open all the way.
2: Okay. I'm. Can I?
1: And probably step inside. Yeah, I'd
2: probably have to step inside. So. I look at Oren and I, I've got the crossbow and I kind of like look at him and I look at the crossbow and I shrug. I don't, do we want to, <laughs> do we want to shoot at them or do we want to burn the place down?
1: Um. Yeah. Or, you can, you can just take a, you can take a quick like one or two sentence response to that, even though it's not your turn yet, but like you can freely, freely do that if you want to try yeah, and say something. I can,
4: it. I would just say, um, it's like, well, and say, they've got the high ground
1: and uh, I don't think they're just going to come out. Huh. Yeah. And I will say that, uh, Terat, you didn't see any ladders or platforms up to them or anything. They were just up in the rafters with no easy access to them.
2: Burn it down. Yeah. Wow. And I'll look at, uh, I'll look at both of them for a nod to just set it on fire.
4: Um, well, I'd say probably don't need to set it on fire, but, uh, I also
3: don't think a nod could suffice that, out, <laughs> that, that decision.
4: Uh, I'd say, <laughs> yeah, you can't just give a, <laughs> mm-hmm, fire, mm-hmm. um,
1: do we want to just, uh, I'll, I'll say for these purposes, like since the door is still closed and y'all haven't gone in or anything, you're sort of out of combat. So you can talk to each other freely. Um, uh, but if you do open the door, then it'll kind of be normal stuff so like the door's closed so you can sort of talk freely to each other and say do we
4: want to just i mean these guys are just holed up in there and there's no way to get to them if we get inside so we want to uh might is, decide or go
3: from we the could, outside from the outside is there a way to climb up to the the
2: window ooh, if there's no a... could we ride the windmill up <laughs>
1: man <laughs> Um, uh, oh you can cert, you can try. Oh God! Uh-huh. <laughs> it's a long way up and a long way down. Mm-mm.
2: Come on, Tarot, you want to do that? It's thirty-five feet. I would be dead. <laughs> Absolutely. Not if you land on top. I mean,
1: well, and just so you know, the um, the windows were on that side and that side, and they were about. About thirty five feet up, kind of at the tippy top of it, uh just underneath the thatched roof. So and there's no other like even the windows there's not really even a window seal. Um and there's no really any place to grab onto, step off to, you, you anything said, like that. You but the windows like,
4: were above the goblins, like they couldn't see outside from where they are.
1: Right. So the goblins were about twenty five feet up inside on the rafters and then those windows were about ten feet above that. Okay. And and whenever I say windows, I'm talking about like maybe two foot wide, two three foot wide by like four foot high, something like that. So like not really big windows. They're just sort of like basically to let air flow in and out. Gotcha.
3: I uh I think we should just disengage from them. They they don't have a a, a vantage point of the outside. All they have is this door.
4: Yeah, I agree. I'd say we uh, move along.
2: <laughs> okay. I want to get us involved in a pointless combat where I die. <laughs> I'm I sure. get, Don't yeah.
1: worry. There's plenty of that.
2: Don't I want to get the rope and I'm
3: throw I'm two, it over for the two thing.
2: on doors, so
3: the next door it's somebody else's. I'm just throwing that out there. <laughs> I'm god awful at opening
2: doors.
1: No, you've done good opening the doors. There's always been <laughs> bad guys bad-y. on the other side. Hey, of you didn't.
2: Them. You didn't mention about the goblins trying to climb to the next level to get to the next level where the windows are. Would they have to do a climb check or is there?
1: You're not sure. Okay. Yeah, Cause I don't want like them to
2: get to the windows and then start taking pot shots at us as we run away.
4: Yeah.
1: Yeah. You don't, you don't know. I'd say, Turai didn't really see enough in there and couldn't I'd tell. Say we should increase oh. our distance from them. <laughs>
2: I still say we burn it down with so, them inside it. So now
3: we should kind of like be a little more careful of how far we move our characters. Like, um, I can only move five squares. We're not...
1: No, nah, y'all y'all can just move around. And if something were to happen, I'll let you know. Mm-hmm. But just kind of move slowly around. But uh, I'll, I'll let you know if something pops yeah, off.
3: All right. A- see, now we're up on a hill. I'm going to... Follow back down the trail, and not just, you know, walkwards. Yeah. Just grass. I'm
4: gonna I'm gonna head to the south, and as I go, like, peek over my shoulder at this, uh, like this window, like to my north, to see if there's a goblin poking his head out, and you know, keeping an eye on us or anything. Okay, give me a perception
1: check. Mm, okay.
2: I'll be right behind Oren doing the same thing.
4: That's a 16.
1: Uh, you you don't notice any goblin head poking out, or you don't really see anything in that window?
4: Okay. I'd say we proceed before they realize we're not uh, trying to come in anymore. Um, do we want to address these two goblins in the field? <laughs> Oh,
3: probably. I oh. mean they both they both still have pumpkins on their heads. I don't really think they're a threat.
4: yeah, do we want to get this get the jump on them because yeah,
2: we could kill them pretty easily and we could sneak up and do it if we used stealth and this is a perfect opportunity to try to stealth up and kill them. <clears throat>
3: just something not honorable about that,
1: okay, so we're we're not we're not in combat mm-hmm. yet, but we are I do just want to take it by turns. okay. Uh, so like who just wants to go first, second, third, just like, just move your, your spaces, uh, you know, like your speed. Mm-hmm. Um, you're not in combat. I just want to keep track of Five. things in case they, well, you know, catch wind of you or something. So
2: from this point, I, I am going to stealth. Uh, I'm going to try to walk more quietly. Okay, stealth check. Uh, 20, that's going to be a pass 20, hmm. whatever I'm looking for the stealth. Oh, that's 22. So that was a natural twenty and a two,
4: and your move movement nice. speed is halved, moving slowly stealthily.
2: Okay, so that's fifteen.
1: Yep. Mm-hmm. Five, yep. So you got 10, three squares. Fifteen. All right. Does anybody else want to stealth? Yeah, I'm gonna
4: go stealthy too and just get close to the corner of the uh, of the field
1: here. Okay, give me a stealth check. Oh, yeah, that's uh sixteen. Very nice. Uh, and I put your stealth checks in the red on your okay. oh, nice. Um, uh Tarot, do you wanna do you wanna roll stealth? Well
3: I notice everyone uh One, looking two, all stealth like. So yeah, why not? All
1: right. Give me a stealth check.
3: Oh, uh, that is sixteen plus. Stealth is Is that a dex? Plus four. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, it's your dex. So that's plus four. That's
1: 20. Very
2: nice. What'd you get? A 19? No, I rolled. So y'all are are pretty stealthy. Oh.
1: All right. So then, Orin, where did you want to move? You just wanted to move up there, too. I moved right
4: here on my three spaces. Um, Okay. So I'm going to. And then, Tarot.
1: I was going to say, I'm
4: going to look back towards the guys and just kind of give the hand motions of like (laughs) flanking. And then, like, me doing, like, magic-y fingers.
1: <laughs> okay, so you're going to jazz hands them. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> like, spirit fingers. I know a But <laughs> I know you? a very... I
3: know a very... I know a very closed-off uh, form of sign language, and he just told me rabbit, rabbit six. I was <laughs> like, I, I, don't, I don't understand. Yeah. <laughs> I copy. I think he was offering us a massage. <laughs> but seeing how so movement speeds halved I think my movement's only like 25 it is so I move what like 10 (laughs) like 2 spaces
1: yeah just do 2 squares well we'll just say 3 squares because I mean you're not in combat yet so you you can just move as much as everybody else so
3: I'm going to uh, I'm guessing this little field that they're in is like a pumpkin patch so how how, uh... how tall is this little fenced off
1: uh so let's see. Part. So yeah, this is a pumpkin and squash uh field. And it's I mean it's probably just like sort of knee thigh high, so maybe two and a half, three, three and a half feet tall. It's not very tall. It's just enough to keep any other type of like you know, keep the dog out or if there is any other type of like, you know, pigs or anything else around or anything like that, uh, just keep them out. And it's not like a very super sturdy kind of, um, uh, fence. It's just kind of, just kind of there to help keep things out. Does it
2: offer any cover for us if we stand next to it?
1: No, it's just little, basically just little posts with kind of smaller saplings, um, going, parallel to the ground, so it, you can see right through it, and there's no no cover or concealment.
3: So I'm going to go up to the corner post and attempt to um, climb over it.
1: Alright, move on up there and give me a dexterity check. Oh, baby.
3: That's a 18.
1: Yeah, so you just kind of like sneak on up, and then you just, even with your little dwarven legs as a monk, you just kind of like, and just kind of make your quick little way over the over the edge so uh coin what do you want to do next you want to move up there too
2: uh i kind of don't i don't want to be at the very edge i'd like to kind of come somewhere in this general vicinity uh, but i feel like that would require a couple of movements for me
1: that's fine i mean just move on up You're y'all are stealthed and you're not in combat technically so i just wanted to do the turn type thing just to keep track of who's doing what uh, not necessarily for like, you can only move three squares. Yeah. So just kind of, you guys can just sort of position yourselves where you need to, because you guys have pretty good stealth checks. So um, you can just kind of move around and I'll, I'll let you know if something pops off, but there's, they're still just blissfully unaware. Just kind of like, <laughs> and they both have like their arms out and they're just kind of like throwing them around, like looking for some you know, trying to find each other. Um, And they are bl- blissfully unaware.